When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is time to get up with the Cowboys, the coach, the comments. Holy smoke, does the D and Big D stand for delusional? Meanwhile, on the field, the trilogy, Mahomes and Allen, can the biggest of Buffalo's Bills finally beat his unbeatable foe? And then, there's no way Green Bay does it again, this time in San Francisco. Is there? We say, yes, there is. Oh, it's the best football Friday of the year, people, and it starts right now. Let's go. Make some noise. The Friday squad is ready to go. Look how Brown clean D-Wood is. Come on. We are ready to roll today. We got four great games this weekend. We got the coaching carousel spinning out of control. We got football, folks, and let's do it. Start the divisional round. Let's do a Friday forecast. And D-Wood, we'll start with you. Chiefs, Bills, what are you watching for Sunday night? I'm wa- watching if Josh Allen puts the ball in harm's way. You're going up against the Chiefs defense. That's the best in the league at giving up the least amount of explosive plays, 20-plus yards. It, will Josh Allen be patient enough to be methodical going up against this Chiefs defense? We're going to go deeply into that thought a little bit later in the hour. Meanwhile, Mike T, Texans and Ravens, 4.30 Eastern tomorrow on ESPN and ABC. What do you have your eyes on? Greeny, the remarkable poise of C.J. Stroud in big games. Go back to college, Utah, Rose Bowl, missing his two big guys, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Plays great. year later, plays great against Georgia. First playoff game against a great Brown defense. Pairs them up. Will he be able to do that on the road against a really good Raven defense? And the best rookie season any quarterback has ever had. Bart, NFC, your hometown Detroit Lions hosting Tampa Bay. What are you looking for? What up, though? We nervous in the D right now. We're about that secondary. We worried about Godwin. We worried about Mike Evans being able to take the top off the defenses. It's one Achilles heel to me. It's the secondary of the Lions. I'm nervous about that. I don't want Bar- uh, Baker Mayfield to get his uh, progressive endorsements back. It's <laughs> he was really good in those. It's those so guys. set up for Detroit right, right now. Graziano, give me. Uh, I know you have your eyes on one specific matchup: Packers 49ers. What is it? Oh, it's a dream offensive play caller matchup. No, there's no play caller in the league right now hotter than Matt Lafleur, the head coach of the Packers, and of course Kyle Shanahan, who is Lafleur's mentor as a coach, who's beaten him several times in the playoffs and has had a couple of weeks off to figure things out. I'm fascinated to see what he's come up with for this game. All four games this weekend has all the makings as Divisional Weekend always does. And we're going to dive into all of them, make our picks, smashing helmets, and all the rest of it as we go. But let me get you to the big coaching news of the week, of course. The Cowboys at the center of so much of it, announcing they will bring Mike McCarthy back for the 2024 season. McCarthy met with the media yesterday, talking about retaining his job, talking about the expectations, and making a lot of people talk about what he said. Listen. My, my message would be this. Uh, we, we, we have established a, a, you know, a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we know how to win. Uh, we know how to train to win. We have the, we have the right people. Um, but we have not crossed the threshold winning playoff games. And, um, and it's extremely disappointing to be sitting here talking about it. But, you know, I, I know how to win. 
and and uh, we will get over that threshold. I came to Dallas to win the world championship, and that's why I'm standing here and um, buy into us. So he said that yesterday during the second hour of First Take. I happened to be in a commercial of my radio show at the moment, so I said, I wonder what Stephen A. Smith has to say in reaction to Mike McCarthy's comments, and I'm glad I checked it out. In case you missed it, here was Steve. What? What? This is not funny. That man just sat in front of a microphone, national, national cameras for national television rolling, and said, we have a championship program. That's what he said. Excuse me, correct me if I'm wrong, did I miss something that championships are won without winning playoff games? That is the most asinine quote that I have heard in recent memory. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, okay, where to begin? What did you, you think? D. Wood, look. Let's not let's not react to Stephen A. He's got his opinion, and he is he is the great Stephen A. Smith. Let's react to the decision first and foremost, because I haven't talked to you since Monday, and I know where you stood on Monday. What do you think of the decision by Derry Jones to bring back Mike McCarthy? You know, Greeny, I'm actually glad that I'm, I'm here today on Friday. Usually, yeah. I'm I'm normally not here, and sometimes you need to when you have these type of things happen so fast, you're emotional. I felt emotional when I when I initially said what I said. But damn it, I feel the same way. Okay? I feel the same way because I'm looking at Mike McCarthy, okay, in his tenure. Okay? Four years, three straight years. He's had, what, 12, what, 12 wins? 12 wins. 12 wins. That's great. Congratulations. 12 wins in the regular season. But we know when it comes to the star, it's not about the regular season. It's about postseason. It's about championships. Jerry Jones has sat on his radio show uh, many a times talking about time is running out for him. Time is running out. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to see something, some results, a championship. How is bringing Mike McCarthy getting you closer to a championship right now? Explain that to me. Okay, you had Dak having an MVP-type season. You've had a plethora of all pros littered all across this roster. CeeDee Lamb could possibly be the offensive player of the year. And you get bounced out in the wild card round at home where you've been dominant for basically two seasons. Someone explain to me where Mike, bringing back Mike McCarthy bring, gets you closer to a championship. I'll sit back. I wish I had coffee because I would just sip it right now. Well, Mike now. Tannenbaum is a professor now. He does teach a law class at Columbia. So go ahead. You raised your hand politely. Yeah. Explain it to him. Look, for 11 months of the year, we sit here and we praise and we should organizations like the Pittsburgh Steelers about being stable. Oh, we're we going to get into them oh, too. Oh, yeah, we okay. are. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Jerry Jones taking the long view about a coach who's done great things in the regular season, 36 wins, and got a quarterback to play better than he ever has, Mm -hmm. who could have been the MVP of the entire league. Now, all of a sudden, for two weeks, we want to be emotional and reactionary. That's not how to build a long-term, stable program. And when you look at guys like Mike Tomlin and Sean Payton, they have as many championships as Mike McCarthy. And here's something else, guys. If the five of us were running ESPN bet, and we had to set the odds the over-under for wins for the next three years, Greeny, and it was 36. Those would be unbelievably high odds. Right. Point being is mm-hmm. the replacement, there is no sure thing it's going to be better. I understand that. Graziano's going to give us a list in a minute that everyone needs to hear. But I understand that. 
The point is, those of us who are on the other side of your argument are not saying Mike McCarthy is a bad football coach or that he's done a bad job, but that every once in a while you say to yourself, we've gotten from point A to point B, but if our goal is to get to point C, this guy has not demonstrated that he is able to get us there. Maybe someone else, particularly in a year in which someone like Bill Belichick is available, it would be, I think, a breach of your fiduciary responsibility not to at least sub, you know, kick that tire when no one is looking. So, Green, both things can be true. You can keep Mike McCarthy and say it has to get better. His clock management is atrocious. It is unacceptable. I would say to him, how are we going to – give me that back. <laughs> how, are we, how are we going to change that? And, and, and that's why it's really important to – we got to – Bifurcate this. You can we do that by McCarthy, and you can still look but for improvement. Those didn't, are not. Didn't they do that? Didn't they do that last year and the year before? Yeah, they did that last year. That's yeah. the problem. See, we keep bringing up the, the the word time. Jerry Jones is walking the green mile. He ain't got a lot of time oh, left. Boy. Like I'm not trying to kill Jerry Jones. Now, don't kill listen, Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jerry no, Jones. <laughs> remember, I got I got to the Ravens right after Art Modell pushed all his chips to the middle of the table because he knew he didn't have much time left. And he knew it was time to win. It's time for Jerry Jones to go, Jerry, I don't like this new patient, calm, let's listen to reason, Jerry. We need him to be all in. You talk about Mike McCarthy and the fact that he has a Super Bowl ring. That's great. It's not with the Dallas Cowboys. So he doesn't have any equity there. At this point, you're talking about he has a championship program, but he doesn't have a championship culture. That's always been the problem in Dallas. When they get punched in the face, and I said it here a couple of weeks ago, they're front runners. And front runners is about personnel, and it's about it's about identity. They don't have one. And what happens is they're built to play from the league. But the playoffs ain't about that. They remind me of like the Phoenix Suns. They're always going to dominate and win when they go against teams that they're better than. But when they go against teams that have somebody on the other sideline that can beat them, they can't match up. Listen, it should not take them that long to realize that, hey, they're playing a bunch of man beaters on us and they're crossing routes and we're going to have to com- communicate. It, doesn't, it shouldn't take to have time. You should be able to make those adjustments. That's what real good coaches do. And in the playoffs, we've been a part of that. Remember, we went out, we knocked off Phillip Rivers. We knocked off Tom Brady. We knocked off Peyton Manning because our coach can make in-game adjustments. Right. They don't have enough guys that can do that. So it's a culture thing. They got to cultivate that or Jerry Jones ain't going to get what he wants. Gross, going to get in here. And, that, and that's – like if you want to make the decision of like this guy, there's, there's something structurally wrong that makes him uh, unable to win us playoffs. They're too games. comfortable. That, then fine. Then you either need to address that with him and, and guarantee that he'll work on changing it, or you need to find somebody who can. But that the second part's tricky. You know how many, you know how many coaches in the history of the league have won more postseason games than Mike McCarthy? Yeah, but we're not we're not nine. Okay, so he's got eleven career postseason wins. But that is more. That is list. more than Bill Walsh. It's more than Jimmy Johnson. It's more than Sean Payton, Tony Dungy, Mike Shanahan. It's it's three more than Mike Tomlin. So my point is this. It's too small a sample size to make your judgment on. If you're Jerry Jones <coughs> and you want to say, I believe in this man and I think that he can make improve. We saw it during the year. They changed what they were doing on offense during the season, right? So he's willing to adjust. He hasn't shown the ability to do it in playoff games. And if you want to fire somebody based on that, uh, we need to bring in somebody that, we, that, that doesn't get out-schemed by Kyle Shanahan but, and Matt LaFleur okay, every year. Fair. But it's also sure. fair to say I'd rather go with the – 50-plus game sample yeah. size of this guy but, than the four-game sample size give, of this guy. I think that's a reasonable decision to make if you're Jerry Jones. Give me that record against 
teams above 500. That's what I want to know because anybody can, when you have more talent sure. than anybody, be able to win that way. They need to figure some things out, right? And they he's do. already fired the offensive coach. He's probably going to lose his defensive coordinator. What has he showed you that he can be able to nice. out-coach another good coach with another nice. good quarterback? Let me take you behind the curtains. When you're making these decisions, you're juxtaposing, here's what we have, here's how we improve. To Dan's list, there's no guarantee. Look, maybe there were some indirect conversations, Greeny, with Bill Belichick's people, but – Besides that, who are you going to get that's going to come in? You could have tried. You could have made him a little bit nervous. You could put him on his heels by bringing in Jim Harbaugh, having a conversation. you got to have a conversation. Why do we have to give him the the, the vote of confidence so early? If you're going to come out and say you believe in a guy and then you back it up with your actions. How can you believe in him? I don't know, but he does. Okay? And and I think that's – and and they've been steadfast on this. But I think – I mean, I I just think it's critical to remember. If you told Jerry Jones, hire this coach, whoever he is – and guarantees you you will win the Super Bowl yeah. next year, he would do it. The, the, okay, but I don't ask, think that let, exactly. Let me, let me, if D would find the word out Let me ask you this question. Yeah. yeah. You know, we talk about – you read that whole list. Would you agree that this year, unlike – probably any year that we've seen in quite some time, the coaching, you know, the coaching pool yes. is about as deep as we've ever seen. Sure. Yeah. Okay? And this is – and I'm talking about coming off a loss – an embarrassing loss at home Seventh against season. the youngest team in the yeah. National Football League where you have been dominant all year, the most dominant home yes. team in the National Football League. I just need – y'all still haven't Bring answered this off. question for Bring me. Where – how have the Dallas Cowboys – how have they gotten closer right. to a championship coming the off court, of what the we quarter, just saw? The quarterback's the, the, sta- the status quo? No, the quarterback's playing a lot better. He looks and, shook. And the quarterback, look, he had a glazed look on his eyes, okay. man. He's so, like oh, so let me ask you this. So let, me, let me say this. The quarterback has arguably had an MVP-type season, and they got blown out at home by a guy in his first year starting in, in Jordan Love. So, I mean – Where's it y'all can give me, y'all can read all these stats or whatever, and tell me that Dak Prescott is the MVP. That you know that uh, the wide receiver CD Lamb, the offensive player of the year. All I know is when I was watching the games over the weekend, I saw Green Bay coming to their house, put their food up on the table, and told Dak and company, "Hey, go get me something out of the refrigerator." And that's decide- what that's the way the Green Bay Packers treated the Dallas Cowboys. Hold on, our producer. Off one game. Now let me, just, okay. let me just make you it. can. Wait, hold on. Can, but they decided. I'm sending not. a message to our producer, Eric. Nope. Sorry, we're staying okay. on this. Okay, here's staying, the thing. I'm taking this to 20. Keep going. Listen, we've seen this same scenario in, in in Tampa Bay. Tony Dungy was a great coach. Yes. He was a guy that was a model of a consistency. Yeah. But sometimes you got to make people uncomfortable to get over the hump. And they haven't done Mark, that. what are you talking – you don't think Mike McCarthy going to the last year of his contract with no extension is uncomfortable? He's la- uncomfortable. The players aren't uncomfortable. Listen, you got, a big, credit, you, got a, you got a big credit card bill due. So, if he can't do more with what he got now, he's going to have less next year when you I, give Dak I, Prescott $60 million. I, I totally disagree with that because okay. when you look at Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, and Mike okay. Markson, they're going nowhere. You want Jerry Jones to say he's all in? He can write massive checks to lower the cap numbers. Then you say – Okay, Tyron Smith, Stephon Gilmore, who do we have to keep? you got to get better at linebacker. We know that. but You need running back, linebacker. Yeah, there's a path there. There's no question there's a path there. But more fundamentally, he would. here's what I'm going to push back on. A year ago when we were sitting here, Greeny, we said, like, wow, can you believe he fired Kellen Moore? And to me, Mike McCarthy professionally put his chips in the middle of the table and said, yeah. I'm going to handle the quarterback. And he did that. And that was and, all the performance and, game and, plan and he put together you, against Green let Bay? Let me answer this question. When he did all those moves and we saw all the numbers, how much further did the Dallas Cowboys go? Right. 
Well, they went one step less far than they did the year before. Yeah. Look, listen, Mike, once again, no one is suggesting that he didn't do a good job in the regular season. What we are saying is he said a championship where we have a championship program. Right now, it looks like a division championship program. It doesn't look like a world championship program. And I think that they are getting surpassed in other places. That Green Bay team that beat them the other day in their building, they didn't have one guy on that team who can shave yet. They're also they're all good. They're going to be way better than Dallas next year. They're getting passed up. If you want to say yes, they need to be looking for a different kind of coach, the kind of coach that wins in the playoffs right now, the Matt Lafleur type, right? Like the Sean McVay type, the Kyle Shannon type. Fair. They had the opportunity to interview and hire a guy like that uh, four years ago when they hired Mike McCarthy. They chose not to do it. Now, that could cost them. But the fact of the matter is they have decided they believe in him. They, they gave him control and power over the offense. He delivered on the promise of that. What it would be. Yes, This ain't did. delivering right here I on the screen. That. This ain't I, delivering I to a defense that. that couldn't punch their way out of the wet paper bag, to quote my boy. I understand that. But the point is, if you believe in him and you want to take the big picture view, of this guy, we've seen a lot more. He's walking the mile. Why are you taking a grade? I don't know why you're trying to kill Jerry Jones. Yeah, let's He's like, 81 years old. I don't think it needs to get that grim in this conversation. We're talking about football, right? Like, 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 yeah. like it's if you believe What's in this coach, urgency is what I'm talking about. If you believe in this coach, then then you have every right to run it back with him and say we think right. it's going to work out. If you're wrong, you're wrong. But it's it's Jerry Jones's team. Nick, we're talking about Nick Sirianni possibly getting fired. Yes. In a, in, in, is that know. a good idea? It could be. What? Is like they, they, fired, they fired is Doug it, Peterson and went to the Super Bowl. It's a good idea to change head coaches every two or three years. Has that proven to be a recipe for success in the NFL? In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, yeah. Doug Peterson, yeah. Me, that's my point. Like, we sit up here for 11 months of the year, and we blast Frank Wright only getting, you know, seven games with a rookie quarterback, and David Tepper doesn't know what he's doing. And we take all these other, you know, all this turmoil and say, look at the stability of a few franchises. And when Jerry Jones actually does it and shows mental toughness and does what's clearly, in his mind, the right decision, not the easy one, I believe he deserves it. And, and all I'm saying is I have a body of work, a four-year body of work with Mike McCarthy. Where? It, where? Show, show me. Where, where's, besides the, the individual stats that, it, that we all can regurgitate, show me. Show me. Show me this championship, this championship organization. Show me what, like, the expectations with the star in your helmet is supposed to be about Super Bowl. This team has not even reached a championship game in, in Mike McCarthy's four years at the helm. Tell me how they're getting better. Tell me. Yeah, so I would bring them in and say, I want to know exactly what we're going to do to handle clock management right. and how when we – We've been talking year? about this for years. exactly that to me last year. Listen, no one is sitting here burying Mike McCarthy. He's a good coach. It is obvious that it's Jerry Jones's team, and if he believes in him, that's the right thing to do. What I think some of us on the other side are saying is – they don't look closer. They look farther away. That was the worst of their playoff losses right. because it was at home and it was a team that they should absolutely have beaten easily. That was a defense that allowed 30 points to Carolina three weeks ago, and the Cowboys were out of that game in the second quarter. Right. That was an indictment on their coaching more than anything else. When you lose with the better team on the field in the biggest game of your year, on some level, the only one that really matters, that's an indictment on your coaching. And there are opportunities out there, and maybe 
me, unfortunately, the underlying truth of this is the other people that might be better equipped to take this team to the Super Bowl won't take that job because Jerry Jones is the person they have to work for. That's the unfortunate reality of this that kind of we all want to tiptoe around getting to, but Bill Belichick and some of those other guys maybe not, may not want any part of going and working in that environment. We don't know for a fact that that's the case. No, we don't. What we do know is the way the Cowboys have operated their team for a long time now, longer than people want to realize, is we believe if we build this thing and it's consistently good, then one of these years it'll break through and work out for us. They may be wrong. They, so far, they've been wrong. I get that. Was but this, they, are, they are, if nothing else, consistent in sticking by what they believe. Do you know how and many I, playoff I games? I think it's important to be that way when you lead. Do you know how many playoff games they have won as a franchise since they were in the Super Bowl in 1997? Uh, five. Five, yeah. The Cardinals have won. Is that less than Mark The Jaguars have won more. The Jets have won more. The three of you guys won four <laughs> in a two-season stretch. The Cowboys and Rex got fired, and, and Rex got fired, and 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 the and the, the Cowboys have won five <laughs> since 1997. But how many have they won since they fired Rex? I mean, like the point is, firing doesn't always fix it. No. That's my point. That is my exact. I think we've, but you, we've but you got proven out. commodities out there. We just we just stumbled upon the answer. The Cowboys need to hire Rex Ryan <laughs> to be their next coach. As we continue, we get to Sunday's showdown, the trilogy: Mahomes and Allen. Can the biggest of Buffalo's Bills finally beat his unbeatable? foe will tell you why everything is at stake. And then, can the young star pull off an even bigger upset in San Francisco? We will pick all four playoff games, helmet smashing, and much more. It's the best football Friday of the year. Get up on ESPN. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? 
You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, take a quick look at some eye candy. Hey, Bartholomew, check out Anthony Edwards. Kid is unbelievable. Watch this. He is him. Watch this. Ant-Man, Ant-Man. Yeah, that's me in your face. Listen, he's on a pogo stick, man. I knew he was special coming out of Georgia when he was number one overall pick. He's America's best hope to be the next LeBron replacement. Wasn't he in that movie, the Adam Sandler movie? Did he was great. He was really good in that. Yeah. So he's Just got ask a lot of him. He'll tell you, too. A lot of talent, that guy. A lot got of swag. star written all over him. We got good games tonight. We got good stars coming your way tonight. Our NBA doubleheader showdown in Boston. Jokic and the Nuggets taking on the top team in the East, the Celtics. Then you'll see LeBron and the Lakers hosting the Nets. Coverage begins with NBA countdown, 7 o'clock Eastern. Good hoops coming your way tonight. Meanwhile, good football coming your way this weekend, and we'll be talking about it next. Patrick Mahomes, is this the most vulnerable he's ever been, or does he once again have Josh Allen right where he wants him? We make our picks next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Back on Get Up, we opened with the coaching stuff. Now let's get to the games. A great one Sunday night. Chiefs and Bills. Let's dive into some either war on this matchup. Bartholomew, who will have more passing touchdowns, Mahomes or Allen? I'm going Josh Allen, man. This is his time. At home, home field advantage. He's playing at a high level. It's time for him to make that, that next step. If not now, then when? Yeah, he might run for a few of them as well, but the passing touchdowns, we're going Allen. D. Wood, which pass catcher? We'll have more receiving yards. Travis Kelsey or Stephon Diggs? Come on with Travis Kelsey. We know this Buffalo Bills defense, they got some injuries that they're dealing with, particularly at linebacker on that side of the ball, and I think there's going to be plenty of opportunities in the middle of the field for Travis Kelsey in this game. Yeah, he's, he's going to have to get it done. He and Rasheed Rice seem to have emerged as the main targets. And then Graziano, you'll be there Sunday night. Who will have more rushing yards, Isaiah Pacheco or James Cook? I'm going to go with Pacheco. D. Wood says they have some injuries on that Buffalo defense. I think that is putting it very nicely. Huh. They lost. It felt like they lost a starting player on every play the other night Like on defense. I just, I, I, my fear for Buffalo in this game is that they are outmanned on defense because of the injuries. 
And the Chiefs' defense is the elite unit in this game, right? Of all the, all, of both offenses, both defenses, that's the number one unit. And the coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, has shown over the years an ability to game plan in the playoffs. He's never had personnel like this. So Graz is worried about the Bills' defense. We're worried about Graz. Danny, <laughs> you're going back. back. Got a residency. Back. <laughs> Buffalo and I need to work on our relationship. <laughs> I'm back. Dan, you know, I, I, was, I was trying to figure out the hat. Yeah. And then I, and then you told me the little secret of it this There's morning. two hats. It's actually yes. two hats. If you can put that picture back up yeah, again, Will. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out why his hat looked so unusual. Yeah. And the truth is, it's because it is actually two hats. You had hat. one hat on top of the other, I mean, freezing the other night and now freezing once again on this coming. Is it going to be as bad this Sunday night? Well, hopefully it won't be there for as long. Like that, That's the thing. We land on Saturday and find out the game was postponed to Monday and you can't go anywhere. So... It was it was tough. No, I, I, there's it's no two hats. As of now, there is no snow in the forecast for Sunday. The wind is not supposed to be high. The wind was a problem. We had 50 mile an hour winds there on Sunday. Mm. You can you couldn't even walk down the block. So D Wood, let, let's get to the game. We will all uh, you know we'll all light a candle for Dan, and hopefully you'll be <laughs> fine out there. In the meantime, yeah, be fine. In the meantime, this is a game that has absolutely everything at stake on both sides. For the Chiefs, this is another opportunity for them to sort of cement themselves as a dynasty. This is a huge step for them. Their first road playoff game of this iteration in Kansas City, and we all know that how badly Josh Allen needs this win here. And Dan Olafsky was telling me yesterday, and it dovetails into what I know your point is. They need to get Allen through the beginning part of this game. He's yeah. going to be so hyped up and so so much competitiveness in him. They need the Bills themselves need to sort of get him through the early part of the game, which plays to how you believe they need to win this game. Yeah, I think that James Cook needs to be a featured guy in this game, and I agree absolutely with what what Daniel was talking about because when you go in this game, you, you you finally you got the opportunity. You're at home against. Patrick Mahomes, the situation that you've been clamoring for for years. And, you know, guys like Josh Allen are always hyped up and everything. James Cook can be that guy that kind of gets things settled down early on. He's such a dynamic player, not only running out, running out of the backfield, but as a pass catcher as well. I think he's a guy that can create mismatches against us very good Kansas City Chiefs defense because of how you can deploy him, you know, deploy him out there. It's about the first 15 play script, right? It's about coming out, getting Josh into a rhythm. You know, you go out there in your 15 play script and you do everything and you see how they react to it. It's about gathering data and being able to see how they're reacting because everybody's game plan is specific. The game plans get really tight in the playoffs, right? And the, those who have the best game plan and able to jump on teams early are the ones that, that get out to. What do you mean by tight? Race. When you say they get tight, they get tight. They, they're small packages. They don't have big, big game plans about playing fast. It's about, you know, especially when you have some familiarity with the opponents. You know, me, me D. Wood, TB, we've been in these situations. We've gone out and upset people on the road and um, also at home. But it's about, you know, being able to, to play fast and be able to – because people get tight and people get nervous, right, because the moment overcomes them. That's why we saw those glazed looks over Jalen Hurts and, and, and Dak Prescott face last week. Because it's the same thing, but, you know, everybody reacts to a different. I want to ask a question. Will, you could put the picks up on the screen here because, as you'll see, a lot of people in this room, three of the four to be specific, like Buffalo here, the Bills are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. But I want to talk about the home field advantage piece of this. The Chiefs have never played a road right. playoff game yeah. in this iteration, and they've had a lot of problems on their offensive line. Mike yeah. T never stops talking about their offensive tackle. Yeah, and it's ironic because Bart talks about the road wins, and we got D. Wood, who played great for us, which is they led the league in penalties, Greeny, and it's yeah. going to show up on this weekend yep. because of the crowd noise and Jawan Taylor 
and Donovan Smith, they have struggled all year long. So we're going in the game talking about Josh Allen. We're going to be walking out talking about those penalties killing the Chiefs. Well, that's the point. Because now, yeah. Bart was telling me in the makeup room this morning, you're going to go on a, on a, on a silent, silent count, count yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is that How much of an advantage is that for the Bills' defense? Huge, huge. When you, you know, that, like, that's why everyone wants to have home playoff games because you have all of the advantages in these particular situations. That crowd up in Buffalo is one of the best home environments, particularly, particularly at this time of year because it's cold, the elements, the crowd noise. It all plays a factor. And we've seen time and time again with this Kansas City Chiefs offensive line, particularly their tackles, they've had issues all year long. Home, away, it doesn't matter. So it will be a factor in this game. Yeah, and it, and it compounds when you have uh, receivers that aren't consistent with their hands. So you get nervous about that. If you drop one early, does that set the tempo? Like now you're starting to think, oh, man, I dropped the pass, and you carry that to the next play. You talk about also being able to make the adjustments, right? Late shifts and motions uh, from the defense and, and, and inverting your safeties, you know, make you have to have communication with your receivers trying to get into the right play. So communication is key on the road, especially from an offensive standpoint. If you, you have a veteran team in Buffalo that's going to not show you what type of defense they're in to post-snap at times, will the receivers still be able to make those communications with their eyes because it won't be communicated pre-snap? Yeah, I, listen. I, I think that with Can, with Kansas City, I think the I think well, actually with with Buffalo, Josh Allen, this Kansas City Chiefs defense, they're the best at giving up the least amount of explosive plays. Right. So I think the key for this game, like for, for Josh Allen, how patient can he be? We used to do that all the time when when I was in New England, going up against Peyton Manning. Just be can make him go the long hard way. If you don't give up explosive plays. Can he be patient enough to have those long, those long drives and ultimately score? That's going to be the test for Josh Allen this game. And let's very quickly coming back to Dan, who I think notably is the only one taking Kansas City. And you've consistently mentioned these Bills' defensive injuries for the fans who aren't really aware. Exactly what are we talking about, and how significant should we expect this it's to be? Too many to list. I mean, they, they were without Rasul Douglas, the yep. cornerback, last week. It sounds like he might play, but they lost another cornerback in Benford. They lost the middle linebacker. Terrell Bernard. Jeez, their punter got hurt in this game. The other, I mean, like, honestly, it was just – no, but, I mean, my yeah, point yeah, is – No, it's, it's that real. That's just real. Their position is and, key in this. Yeah, like they play an A.J. Klein at middle linebacker who they signed off the street two weeks ago. He was packing up – no joke, packing up an RV to take his family to Key West and got the call from the uh, from the Bills, can you come play for us? Now he's maybe going to have to start with the green dot. Like, I, I just think it's – I think ultimately it's too much for them to overcome. Green, the green equalizer, all that, Josh Allen with his legs – and you want to calm down a guy that's really competitive? Let him run. Yeah, right. design yeah. runs early in the game. I Same agree. thing, make you laugh, make you cry, because the ball gets slick when it gets cold out there. And if he has one of those turnovers, and then now they have to play behind, he's got, and say, oh, here we go again. He's got real big I know he don't have drink. He got double whopper hands. Big, not big, yeah. whopper hands. I'm just <laughs> All right. Let me go through some other run the hurry up stuff here we didn't get to earlier, because there's so much important news around the NFL now. We've talked a lot, Graziano, about the coaching stuff. All eyes on Bill Belichick. Yeah, he's got another meeting coming up here in the next couple days with the Falcons. I think what will happen here is we'll know within the next few days whether Bill Belichick is going to coach the Falcons. And if they can't make it work, then I think the Falcons move on to other options. But right now, it feels like there are high-level discussions going on that could result uh, in him becoming the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. We're watching that closely as something that could happen here over the next couple of days. Also watching Jim Harbaugh, who has interviewed with the Chargers and the Falcons, uh, the Chargers are the spot. A lot of people I'm talking to want to put Jim Harbaugh. Feels like that's that's something that could happen. They are interviewing people 
that have connections with him. Ed Dodds is a GM candidate that Jim Harbaugh knows from their time together with the Raiders. They interviewed David Shaw, the former Stanford coach, who succeeded Harbaugh at Stanford. Uh, they interviewed him for head coach, so who knows, maybe that leads to something with the both of them going there, so keep an eye on that. And then this is interesting. The Chicago Bears are going to interview Cliff Kingsbury for their offensive coordinator job. This is the ninth or tenth candidate they've interviewed, so it obviously doesn't mean he's going to get it. But why this is interesting is because, as you see here, Cliff Kingsbury was working for USC this year, and USC's quarterback this year was Caleb Williams, who's thought to be the likely number one pick in the draft. And guess which team, Greeny, has the number one pick in the draft this year? Yes, it's the Chicago Bears. Which brings us to our sneaky big news. Mike Tannenbaum was all over this in the meeting this morning. Yeah, Greeny, you got to connect dots when you're running an NFL team. If I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Atlanta Falcons, team that needs a quarterback, and I see that the Bears are talking to Cliff Kingsbury, that's just putting an exclamation point on their drafting Caleb Williams Justin Fields is available. And if we go back to last year, guys, remember that big Panther trade yeah. with the Bears? That happened at the Combine. These conversations are happening right now. Not that we don't have enough NFL news going on, but right now, if you're interested in Justin Fields, the market starts as soon as Cliff Kingsbury, let's say, gets that deal. If, if that job happens today, I'm, on, I'm calling them tomorrow. The things you've seen from your knowledge as a general manager, do you feel it is essentially a fait accompli, whether they hire Kingsbury or not? that the Bears have decided they're taking a quarterback at number one. Absolutely, because the inverse would have happened. They would have come out and said, Justin Fields is our guy. We're going to try to get an extension done. The fact that they didn't say that tells us everything. I agree, which means that if you're, as you say, if you're Atlanta, Pittsburgh, or anyone else who wants Justin Fields, the conversations may be going on already as we speak. In the meantime, back to the games themselves. There's no way Green Bay does this again, right? Go on the road and knock off an even bigger foe. Wait a minute! Yes, they might! <laughs> and we'll explain exactly how next. Let's get up on ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Mother's Day is around the corner. 
Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We are back on Get Up, and more or less is brought to you by ESPN Bet and D. Wood. Let us start Saturday night in San Francisco. More or less two and a half touchdown passes for Jordan Love against the 49ers. Or more. Right? You're talking about a guy. You're talking about a guy in Jordan Love, the second half of the season. Name me a quarterback that's playing better than him. I think that with Aaron Jones running the way he's running, you know, four straight games or 100 yards, the way they're using the play action pass, Matt LaFleur, the, the way he's calling these games, Jordan Love is on fire right now. Here's what I will say about Jordan Love, my observation, Bart. The 49ers may be too good for them. Yeah. The moment will not be too big for him. For him to go out and play the way he did in that game against Dallas, and, and Dan did a terrific breakdown of it yesterday. I hope you were watching. But all these throws off his back foot, that pass rush does not seem to affect him because he can throw it off that back foot, falling away, and whip it on time. I, I don't believe he, he handled a huge game on the road as well as you possibly could. So maybe the Niners' defense is too good. But the moment will not be too big for him. Well, I think he comes down to earth. Like, usually when you have an outstanding performance like that when you're a young quarterback, you go in and, and they caught Dallas on their heels, right? They had a tremendous game plan. The issue is when you think about the San Francisco 49ers defense, they see these shifts of motions every day in practice. So they're prepared for that. They're going to have a game plan. We used to have this thing with Rex when people do all these shifts of motion. You say, you so crazy because we can go to a defensive uh, game plan where, we don't, where it doesn't affect us, right. right? Where we don't have to motion and we know what everybody does. It depends on who ends up on the strong side, who ends up on the weak side. I think really what struggles and puts the pressure on Jordan Love is the fact that I don't think this um, Green Bay defense can duplicate the performance that they had last year, last week. So it's going to put so much pressure on Love to try and keep pace with Brock Purdy. That's where it's going to fall off the rails. That's exactly how I see this game. I think it's really the story on the other side of the ball, which is Green Bay's defense has struggled all year. I think San Francisco is going to go up and down the field. And when it becomes a high-scoring game, Aaron now all of a sudden you're going to have yeah. to put – it puts a lot more pressure on Jordan Love. I don't think it's going to be too big for Jordan Love, but this is not a good matchup. Let's put the picks up as we have the conversation here. We thought the Cowboys were going to go up and down the field on the Packers as well. The Packers are a defense. And, by the way, here's the ultimate kiss of death. Everybody <laughs> taking San Francisco means run to ESPN bet and take those nine-and-a-half mm. points that you get with the, with the Green Bay Packers. I mean, their defense – it yeah. should be better. It's, it, it plays badly. We've all long felt it should be better than it has played, right? Yeah, I mean, should is, is, is one Iron thing, but it's, it's not. Look, if, they, if you tell me they're up 27 nothing again this week, <laughs> I like their defense, but I find that uh, far-fetched. Quick final word. Yeah, listen, I, I do agree about the, the Green Bay Packers defense. They're going to have their hands full with San Francisco, but listen, this Green Bay offense – they're going to get. They're going to. They're going to challenge that San Francisco defense to a T. Know why? Because they got one of the best offensive lines. Yeah. They're skill position guys. They can match up against anyone. And their quarterback 
It's just he's playing as well as any quarterback in the league. Here's Aaron Jones. Since, since Aaron Jones came back from his injury, that offense has but, been right there at the top. But we're talking about one of the very few teams that care yeah. about and have a tradition of a middle linebacker that will yep. come knock your head off. Oh, yeah. And this is the difference between Dallas and San Francisco. The second level, Greenlaw and Warner are two of the best dynamic duels, and they put that hit stick on you. There's so much history between these two teams, the Packers and 49ers, legendary playoff games. Here we go on Saturday night. Let me go to my next game. Tannenbaum, my next uh, either or more or less is this one. 280 and a half passing Dang. yards. Jared Goff against Tampa. Yeah, I'm going less screeny. There's no team left playing that's playing with house money more than Tampa Bay. They're going to go up there fast and loose, and Todd Bowles is going to blitz from pregame, postgame, in-game. And I just think it's going to put a lot of pressure on Jared Goff. I actually think Baker Mayfield is going to play really well. But this Tampa Bay defense, we saw against Philadelphia, I know they're struggling, but they could really get home with their pressure. What, what do you think? You, you mentioned earlier, what up, Doe? The folks in yeah. Detroit nervous about this one. Golf was terrific last week against the Rams. Hey, and, and, and to, to quote Rocky Balboa, you knocked them down. Why don't you try knocking me down? Mm-hmm. This is a different beast. When you think about the great offensive line, and we've seen Ty Bowles, you live by the blitz, you die by the blitz. If the Lions are caught off guard by the blitz, then you know they've already played this team, so they know what it feels like, what it, what it looks like. You think about Ross St. Brown, Reynolds, Laporta being able to have those hot routes ready. I think because the Lions are such a great yak team, I think they'll be prepared. It's always harder when you play a team the second time around. Like in Tampa Bay, I believe Tampa Bay lost. In Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always a different game. And so I think the key to this game, how well they're going to be able to run the ball. Okay. And I'm talking about Detroit. Detroit being able to run the football you got to be able to offset this pressure package that Todd Bowles is going to throw you. If you find yourself in the third and long against that, good luck. So I think the run game, that two-headed monster in the backfield of Detroit, they got to come through. Yeah, they're set up to do that, and they're set up to, to protect Jared Goff. The offensive line of Detroit, we've been talking about it all year. This is going to travel in the playoffs. I think they cleared a major hurdle last week winning that game. It reminded me of when I was in Cincinnati a couple years ago, and they won their first playoff game in a million years. years. And it was a tough one against the Raiders. And then they went out and won two more to get to the Super Bowl. I think the Lions are in a position like that. I think that's a huge relief to have won that game. Quickly, why do you like Tampa? Because look at the other side of the ball. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans – Detroit yes. secondary oh, has yeah. really strong. Oh, no Baker Mayfield's playing good football, yes. and that's why I think they have a real puncher's chance to that win on the That place is going to be crazy. Let's do our game. $1,000 a ticket right now. Our game tomorrow afternoon. You can afford it. I'm all uh, on, on the budget. ABC and ESPN will be Houston and Baltimore. Graziano, more or less, 284.5 total yards for Lamar Jackson against the Texans. Uh, I think I said more in this one. I, I, think, he'll, I think he'll play well. I, I do think there's definitely – uh, a, a possibility that um, that Houston can can pressure him into mistakes. I think I think you're going to see D'Amico Ryan's try and blitz, and I think you're going to try and see him pressure him into mistakes. But I don't think there will be enough of those mistakes uh, for for him to, to for him to not have a good game. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I think Houston can make it a game, but I think ultimately the Ravens are so good and so sort of multiple on both sides of the ball. I think I think they'll have enough to win it, and I think he'll he'll go over that number. Mike T made a very good point about C.J. Stroud earlier on this show. Again, Stroud has compl- whatever happens this weekend. He's had the best rookie season of any quarterback in NFL history. But in the biggest games, he's always been great. He was great yeah. in the Rose Bowl yep. a few years ago. He was yep. great in the college playoff against a great Georgia defense. He was spectacular last week. He doesn't make big mistakes. Will he be that good again? You talked about good quarterbacks coming back down to earth after playoff games. Will Stroud be sensational again? 
tomorrow afternoon? I think he will be. I think he will be good. Like these, this, nothing bothers him. Nothing really bothers him. It's not like he's he's going to see anything that he hasn't seen before. Like he's seen a lot of these these type of you know blitzes and things like that. So. The way they call, the way they call their game plan for for this quarterback, they let him, they let him rip, okay? And I think he's going to have some success against Ross. Also, the board, yeah. Baltimore picks again. Bart, go. Well, well I'm a bit nervous because I was there last time. Lamar Jackson was the MVP, and they lost to the Titans. They came in their house. This is a different Lamar Jackson. This is a guy that can run, and I think he's been saving you know his legs for this moment because he wanted to make sure he got through the regular season healthy. I think you get the full uh, buffet of what Lamar Jackson brings to the table. I was at that first game, um, and C.J. Stroud didn't look like a rookie. It was the first game of the season. He threw for 242 yards. He wasn't rattled. Marlon Humphreys being hurt is going to be a, a key factor. Mm-hmm. He'll be able to throw the ball, but I think the Ravens are just too much. Yeah. We're going to see how great C.J. Stroud is. They will not be able to run the ball. If Houston wins, we're going to be talking about superstar status for C.J. Stroud. Baltimore smashed the 49ers. They smashed the Dolphins. Same kind of offense. I just think they're set up to play this offense well. And I think on defense, they're, they'll dominate. The one thing is they haven't played, they haven't played basically in three yeah. weeks. That's, right? that's, they that's always tough. Up. Sometimes that goes the wrong way. Now, depending on what you think, if you love the Ravens in this game, I have a seeing green market in the mm. ESPN mm. Bet app. It is available right now. If you like the Ravens and you're willing to give the 10 points, so they're going to win by 10 or more tomorrow, we are boosting that for you from minus 110 to plus 110. So you got better than even money that the Ravens will cover the number. If you like it, again, it's available for you right now on the ESPN Bet app. You will find it right there. You can download the ESPN Bet app today. Get $100 in bonus bets when you make your first deposit and any sportsbook bet. Again, my special seeing green tomorrow is the Ravens minus the 10. Coming up. Holy smoke, did you hear what Mike McCarthy had to say yesterday? Does the D in Big D stand for delusional? Don't miss the D and Big D standing for Damian Woody's reaction next. 